Welcome back to the Intermission Report. Merrimack and Northeastern in action here at the Matthews Arena. And joining us for this intermission here, Bill Doherty. He's the color man on Huskies Radio and longtime sports information director here as well at, uh, at Northeastern. And, uh, well, Bill, last night's game, pretty good battle between the two clubs. Northeastern got the goal that was uh, reviewed for what seemed like 10 years in the first period. It finally counted, and that seemed to give the momentum they needed. Mike, very strange game indeed. Uh, last minute at the Alamo last night, first seven minutes, was Clay Witt. He held off Merrimack. They came out flying, and then for some reason, they went into a hypnotic state, particularly in front of Sam Murata, who took much, most of the blame probably for the five goals. But certainly, uh, when I picked up my Eagle Tribune this morning, the paper dripping with the venom of Mark Dennehy's comments about a lack of effort. So we expect to see a completely different Merrimack team tonight, highly charged and ready for uh, game two of the series. How's that game last night for Northeastern compared to, I know they played a lot of close games recently, a lot, you know, had trouble scoring goals against UNH last week, uh, but last night with that was not the case. Two guys in this league with a license to carry in all three zones, Goudreau and Kevin Waugh. He's going to have the puck for a long time, and he's got the license to do so. Last night, he waited to the last second of both wrist shots and beat the goaltender easily twice. Dalen Hedge is another guy with a great stick. We yeah. expect to see them both as prominent players tonight. Mm-hmm. You talked about Waugh. He's the guy that he jumps on the ice. I'm sure that, first of all, I'm sure, sure that any time you've got the delayed call, you know, his number's getting called out there, right? Yeah, he's, he's really got the longest leash Northeastern has yeah. seen in a long time. Jim Madigan lets him play man up, uh, obviously, uh, even strength and, and uh, on the power play and cruise whatever zone he wants. So he's got a, a full reign with that puck, and everybody's seen what he can do with it. 11 goals already. Yeah. All right, I look down the line chart here, and one thing that jumps out at me, the, the, the four guys here right down the middle, the four centers, four freshmen, that says an awful lot about what the staff thinks of these guys. Yeah, uh, Spatula, you saw that last night. He can really get off the dime in a hurry, Mike. He's got one of the great first steps in college hockey. We just mentioned uh, Hedges, Tanner Pond. Sounds like a John Updike novel, but he's he's really a centerman, one of those outstanding freshmen on the fourth line. He's a rugged guy. And John Stevens, I don't think we've seen the best of him yet. He's been in a little bit of a slump lately, but he can really carry it and play uh, both ends. Well, let me ask you, a few years ago, Jim got the job, and I know a long time he, he was really hoping to get the opportunity, and he did, which was great for him. And and uh, But, of course, you know, had, hadn't been, that was one of the questions, hadn't been the head coach. He seems to have settled into the role here now over the last couple of years. Yeah, I think Jim Madigan will bring a national championship to Huntington Ave. It's just a matter of time. And anytime you have a transition in coaching, you have some of your own players and somebody else's leftovers. So I think once he gets his whole crew in here, and we're seeing some of that now, there's going to be a lot of happy times on Huntington Ave. Changes in the league as well this year. Uh, I want to think, kind of taking the informal poll around is uh, you, you lose seven league games down to 20, and it's going to be 22 next year. But uh, hearing from more and more people that they like to see, like to see that number up somehow. You know, play more games that count. I guess more more conference games. Uh, can you see a way to do it? And what, what are your thoughts? I wouldn't argue with that. I think there's too much of a premium, Mike, right now on hockey East games. Only 20, as you know, you can get behind the eight ball pretty quickly with uh, a bad stretch in October and November. So I think that's a good point. Uh, how you work that out I'm not really sure we've got some marquee teams obviously that have come in mm-hmm. Notre Dame's come in so everybody's kind of concentrated on that the, the uh, hype of that right now but I think to go to back to 22 or even more would be a good, good point I mean uh, Northeastern for instance you've got two non-league games against Hockey East teams this year you're going to play Vermont they're going to play UMass Merrimack's going to play Providence although it's in the uh, in, uh, it's going to be at Fenway Park regardless you're seeing you know Maine and 
UMass played a non-conference series, a complete two-game series non-conference. So been tough to fill the games, and, and also it just seems like when you play the Hockey East teams, maybe it's the familiarity. I don't know what it is that the you know the the, uh, the level of uh, competition gets ratcheted up a bit. Yeah, uh, lately you've seen uh, Joe Britannia have the have the pleasure of seeing folks with their uh, suitcases half packed right in the end of the season, yeah. not knowing whether they're going to be in the playoffs or not. So yeah. he's got a complete uh, shift of that top four. It looks like Providence might be in there this year. It looks like Maine could be in there. And uh, BU's, you know, they could struggle under David Quinn just having come in a little bit uh, with the hangover of Jack Parker leaving. So I think you're going to be a, see a reshuffling of that top four. We got Fenway Park, as we said. Uh, Northeastern will take on Lowell in January. Merrimack's going to play Providence as well. Your thoughts on on the uh, the Fenway games or the outdoor games in general? I mean, are they starting to run their course? Well, I don't think so. I think hockey's one of those organic sports that, that still a, a allows for the pleasure of seeing an outdoor game. I think you'll see a lot of semi-hockey fans gravitate back to hockey because they've seen a game at Fenway Park. So I, I think it would be a big mistake not to make that a long-term deal. All right, Bill, it's great to see you as always. How's it, what's it like working with Rob? Well, he's tough at times, but, you know, you got to come to play every night. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot, Bill. Uh, good luck to the Huskies the rest of the way. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Mike. That's Bill Doherty, our guest here. Merrimack taking on Northeastern here at Matthews Arena. John and I will be back with more in this intermission right after this. You're listening to the live coverage of Merrimack Hockey.